Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode number 13. It's so crazy to believe that there's already 13 episodes out there. It's so awesome. And today you'll have to forgive me because I have a lot of congestion right now. My throat has been really scratchy. I've been coughing. So hopefully I don't do that too much while I'm talking to you. Um, I think my voice is also pretty rough sounding right now too. So I'll definitely be drinking plenty of water while I'm speaking. Um, If I cough a lot, don't worry. I'll try to edit that out the best I can. But in today's show, I wanted to talk about emotional intelligence, why emotional health is so important, and how to help heal any imbalances that you may be dealing with. And all this is, of course, through the lens of Ayurveda. So in Ayurveda, digestion is the main focus. It's the key to having a healthy life. And oftentimes you'll hear experts say that if they could sum up Ayurveda in one word, it would be Agni, which means digestion. But did you know that digestion is way more than just what occurs in the stomach or the digestive tract? Every single little thing that we take in is subject to digestion. And this not only goes for food, water, and air, but also the TV shows and movies that we watch, the books that we read, our entertainment of choice, the people that we are around. Just whatever we expose ourselves to is prone to digestion. If you experience a traumatic event in your life, you have to fully process or digest it in order to move forward um, from a place of clarity. In Ayurveda, Pitta, or more specifically, the subdosha of Pitta called Sadika Pitta is responsible for our emotional health. Pitta dosha is all about transformations. It's responsible for metabolism and digestion. It's responsible for transforming what you take in, which is, you know, the food, the water, air, entertainment, whatever. It transforms that into something called cytoplasm which is the liquid that's inside of your cells. It kind of holds your cells together, if you will. And according to Ayurveda, there's a very subtle metabolic activity that transforms that cytoplasm into awareness. And every thought you think, every food that you eat, Everything that you take in with your eyes, whether it be on TV or your phone or whatever you watch, has the opportunity to be transformed into intelligence. And the cytoplasm that hasn't been processed yet transforms into emotion. If you cannot digest or process it, Ayurveda says that all of that unprocessed emotions gets crystallized and stored in your connective tissues. And I was a massage therapist for about six years. And even in the world of massage therapy, it's a known fact that all of your unprocessed emotions are stored in your fascia, which is the connective tissues that your muscles are wrapped in. When those tissues are manipulated through massage, it can definitely cause a huge emotional release. 
And this is why so many people who have been through like traumatic events, people that tend to store their emotions, people who tend to keep all of their stress inside and not deal with it. These people sometimes have huge emotional releases during and after their massage therapy session. I've had just so many clients who have started crying in massages. Um, they've completely broken down during their massages. They tell me their life stories, all the things that they've been through. And I've seen this time and time again. And so many of the other therapists that I've worked with over the years have actually seen this too. And, and there's actually a very specific type of massage called myofascial release. And this phenomenon is actually talked about in those classes a lot, just regular massage classes, talking about how we store all of our unprocessed emotions in our connective tissues and fascia and how that can be released during massage. And this is talks about in yoga as well. Um, this is why some people feel very uncomfortable while holding a stretch for a longer period of time, like you do in yin yoga. When the muscles are stretched, so are the fascia and the other connective tissues. The sometimes really unpleasant thoughts, feelings, emotions can come up when you're in these postures. But anyway, going back to Ayurveda, um, Sadika Pitta is known to reside in our hearts. And according to Ayurveda, the seat of our very consciousness also resides in the heart. So this subdosha is responsible for connecting the heart and the mind together. And when they are out of alignment, our actions might not line up with our actual values, our desires, or our goals, etc. Estetica um, Pitta is very weak then you might find yourself holding on to grudges. You, might, you may bottle your emotions up. You may find yourself experiencing very strong emotions that are tied to past events because those emotions are still stored in your connective tissues and your cytoplasm because you haven't fully processed and transformed them. And on the reverse side of this, um, if you have like super strong Seda Capetta um, you can be very rash and very quick to anger. You may even be prone to violence, whether it be in action or in thought. Um, you can have severe mood swings. And in the body, you can also experience certain things like inflammation and skin rashes. Um, but if Sadika Pitta is in balance, um, then you'll probably have an even temper. You'll usually be very happy, you're conscious and aware of how your environment, thoughts and actions can affect your emotions and you react accordingly with great emotional intelligence. People who have balanced Sadika Pitta are usually very in touch with their intuition and they often rely on it to find the truth in situations. So 
what are some of the ways you can bring it back into balance if you feel like it's out of balance? Um, obviously, meditation, breath work, or pranayama and yoga asana are some of the best ways to get in touch with your emotional health and your intuition and balance it out. Um, another way is to go for a walk in nature or just being outside in general, primarily first thing in the morning or in the evening. Um, practicing abhyanga or oil massage really helps you get in touch with your own body, which in turn strengthens your emotional health. Um, here's a super important one, very important one. Spending time with people who are positive, uplifting, and non-judgmental. Um, if you are constantly around people who gossip, people who worry, people who are stressed out about every little thing, then chances are you're going to start picking up some of those habits too. Um, I think they say that you are most like the, what, five or so people that you spend the most time around. So definitely be sure to choose your friends and your company very wisely. Um, also never resist any natural urges. Um, if you feel like you have to cry or if you're hungry or if you're thirsty, if you are overwhelmed with emotion, if you are really sleepy, but you have that project that's due in a couple of days, don't force yourself to stay up. I mean, your body is telling you these things for a reason. So be sure to pay attention and respond in a healthy way. And by doing that over a period of time, you'll definitely um, lay the groundwork for the subdosha to be more in balance. Um, another big thing, be careful about what kind of music you listen to. Um, a lot of people really don't consider how the music that they listen to can make them feel. If you find yourself listening to music that has a very negative message to it, see what happens if you listen to something more uplifting, something more soothing, something happier. Music can definitely change your mood. Obviously, that's the whole thing right there. Um, and another obvious thing, pay attention to what you're watching on TV. Um, this goes for movies as well. Um, there was a wellness influencer that I follow. And this week, she posted a really good reel about why she doesn't watch scary, dark, violent movies like ever. Um, and I actually cut this out a long time ago, too. And I feel much better because of it. I used to really like there's dark, scary movies. And now I, I cannot handle watching scary movies because of how they make me feel. I just feel so horrible and so low afterwards that it's not worth it at all. Um, another thing, try not to overwork yourself. Be sure to take some time off in order to do the things that you love to do. Um, if you work constantly, you're going to be very burnt out, which can definitely lead to an imbalance in this subdosha over time. And make sure you have time to do the things that you love to do because you'll be happier and you'll have a lot less stress in your life. Another powerful tool, probably one of the most powerful tools out there is practicing gratitude. Um, I spoke about this on my previous episode with Lisa Mernesser. Um, one of the best ways to balance the subdosha is to make a list of everything that you're grateful for. 
focus on the way your heart chakra feels when you think of all of these things and try to expand that feeling to your whole body. Sit with it for a while. Um, this will definitely raise your vibration. Um, avoid processed foods. Processed foods can give you brain fog and it can, over a period of time, give you other health issues, including heart problems. Um, these are foods like refined sugars and flours, inflammatory oils such as canola oil and some nut oils. Obviously, high fructose corn syrup is a major one, um, maybe even gluten or dairy. I've been gluten free for well over 10 years now, probably, and it changed my whole life. Um, I had so much inflammation in my body that I just could not get rid of it. And when I stopped eating gluten, it all went away and I felt amazing. Um, so one of the ways to get started, um, on balancing the subdosha is to make a list of every show that you watch on TV, make a list of all of your favorite music that you listen to in the car or podcasts or whatever, write down and record every single time you check the news or check your social media, write down how you feel after doing each of these things. Like, how do you feel after watching that horror movie? How do you feel after watching that scary show? How do you feel after you listen to that angry music in your car? After checking the news or your social media, start to write down every single thing that you put into your body during the day, everything from entertainment to food. And after you've done this for a couple of weeks, make a list next to your original list of all the things that you would like to change and slowly start to implement all of the changes and then write down how these changes make you feel. Do you feel better? Do you feel lighter after listening to the new music that you picked out? How would you feel watching a comedy instead of a horror movie? How much clearer does your mind and your heart feel? And how much lighter does your body feel after cutting out all of those processed inflammatory foods? Give it a few months and you'll start to notice that you are making a huge change of direction in your life. It's definitely life-changing. It's definitely worth taking the time to do. And you will feel so much better after you have implemented all of these changes in your life. So now I think that about does it for this episode. I don't think that my voice can take any more of this. Um, I feel like I'm constantly having to cough and clear my throat. So that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again.